The Country Sport Breakfast with Brian Kelly on Gold Sport. In the mountains of Tennessee, they like the smoky sauce. But over there in old Memphis, a dry rum ribbon falls. The folks down in Georgia, they can't make up their mind. You can give it to them sweet or spicy. Now it's time to talk barbecuing. I love this segment of our show where we catch up with the pitmaster, Jared McDonald, host of uh, Cooks on Fire. And I think, Jared, this week, thank you for the tips last week on cooking the Christmas ham. But we also love steaks at this time of year. And I'm sure you've got some tips for cooking the perfect steak on a barbecue. Absolutely, I do. My apologies for the sound of my voice. I'm a little bit under the weather, but it's good to be here on this Friday morning. You may have seen on the TV show the guys cooking the perfect medium rare steak. Yes. So I just wanted to share my top tips for a great steak. And that would be first, know your cuts. So there's a big difference between a rump steak and a scotch fillet. There's also a whole plethora of other steaks that people may not be familiar with, like skirt, bivet, um, there's flat iron steaks. There's, there's a whole range of different cuts that are suitable for steak. and But the main the main um, feature of a steak is that you can cook it rapidly and it's still tender. So uh, speak to your local butcher and they'll be able to guide you as to some of the choices. And what you're looking for is the most uniform in size, so you don't want anything that sort of tapers away. And if you do, that, that's going to obviously dry out faster than the thicker pieces. So you want a uniform thickness. And then you also want to look for marbling, and marbling is the dispersion of fat in the muscle itself, and it has like a white marble look to it, like the like the marble stone. You know, it has that white um, like fat striation through it. So that's uh, the key to selecting a good steak and to, to start to understand what it is you're cooking. And then steak usually benefits from cooking really at higher temperatures, not not so high that you burn it before it's actually cooked. I think. And we all know what, you know, maybe dad or uncle's burnt but raw steak tastes like. We're not going for that. What we want to do is we want a medium to high heat in your barbecue, whether it's a charcoal barbecue or whether it's a gas barbecue. And there's a lot of, you know, when I trained as a chef, there's a lot of uh, misconceptions about steak even in, this, in the cooking industry. My personal tip is to flip it regularly. You know, don't do this whole business of sit it down and and flip it once, the key is not to keep squeezing it. So when you do flip it and you're trying to build up that nice texture on it, what they call the Maillard reaction, it's a French term for the amino acids when they caramelise and go that beautiful golden colour. So flip it regularly so that you're cooking it evenly. And I'd be saying that that's maybe every two to three minutes. And, of course, we talked on the show last week about the thermopen. Use one of those thermopens because it guarantees the outcome, right? And for those who love medium-rare steaks, for, for me, I love medium-rare steaks. In fact, I won't usually eat a steak unless it's medium-rare. Um, we, we know that the internal temperature of a medium-rare steak is about 57 degrees Celsius. So if you use your instant-rare thermometer and it says 57, you're good to go, no matter whether it's a lamb steak, pork chop, well, actually, pork chops should be cooked a little higher, but I, I do eat the medium rare. Um, you just take your own advice there. Um, but beef steaks, our favourite, 57 degrees internal, medium rare every time. So when you've got the steak there, before you cook it, should you just coat a little bit of oil on it with some seasoning? 
you can do. That depends on the appliance that you're using. If you're using like a skillet or if you're using like a barbecue uh, griddle, you know, the, the, the old cast iron uh, uh, plates with the gaps in them, uh, you may need a little oil. And just again, don't, uh, you know, I, I actually like to use a, um, I don't like uh, seed oils like canola. Um, so I would be using olive oil or tallow. Tallow is great, which is rendered beef fat. Um, and of course, um, my favourite, which is mayonnaise. You can use mayonnaise um, to just smear it all over it. And, it. and the reason I like mayonnaise is because it is oil. Obviously, there's a bit of egg in there, but it's, it, it, it adheres really nicely to the meat. Wow. You get that nice even coverage. My number one pick would be tallow, second by uh, mayonnaise, and third, a little bit of olive oil. But also, one thing I did omit was season it well, okay? And whether you, you know, everybody, taste is subjective, so everybody has their own preference. But my, my go-to is salt, fresh, freshly ground black pepper, and garlic powder. And be generous, like, you know, um, give it a nice, even coating of all three of those, and you'll be amazed at how amazing your steak turns out. Jared, appreciate your tips. Thank you so much. You have a great weekend. Hey, good weekend to you too, Brian. Like to so, did you see that one coming? Like mayonnaise. Yeah, coat the steak and mayonnaise. Let's throw it on the hot plate.